Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and never had it so good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. Glory to God. We thank God that the Bible is right. Amen. Glory to God. Because the, Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And you'll find the truth contained in the Bible. Glory to God. The, uh, the, the Lord God said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Where is the knowledge that prevents people from being, from being perished? It's in the Bible, amen? Glory to God. So we thank God for the Bible. Glory to God. Uh, we're in Proverbs, the 21st chapter. We're considering the fifth verse tonight, Proverbs 21.5. And Proverbs 21.5 in the King James says, the thoughts of the diligent tend only to plentiness, but every." But of everyone that is hasty, only to want. Amen. And quite a few times when we read the King James, uh, although it's my preference, it the, the, the meaning doesn't come out. Uh, it doesn't stand out boldly. But when we begin to consider other translations, the meaning comes out so beautifully. And in the Tanakh, which is the Jewish Bible, it says, Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent make only for gain. All rash haste makes only for loss. All rash haste makes only for loss. Amen? Well, that should tell you right there. You want to wean yourself from making rash decisions. Amen? Because the Bible clearly tells you it makes only for loss, and you don't want to have to experience loss. But I like the the verse the 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 translation that the version that uh, really clears this up for me and makes it so that I can really understand it is from the Positive Thinking Bible, and in the Positive Thinking Bible, Proverbs twenty one five says. If you plan and work hard, you will have plenty. And isn't that what most people want? They want plenty. Amen. If you get in a hurry, you will end up poor. If you get in a hurry, you will end up poor. And there's a saying I like to use, and and, um, I'm reminded of it. I remind myself of it many, many times. 
and that is concerning concerning this part if you if you get in a hurry you'll end up poor the saying i like and i use all the time is to go fast roll slowly to go fast roll slowly now that seems like a uh, an oxymoron because you would think to go fast roll fast but i find and it's true that to 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 uh to go fast roll slowly why roll slowly if you want to go fast because if you rush things if you're in a hurry you tend to make more mistakes when you're in haste and you rush things you're just rushing 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 and you run out the door have you ever seen that commercial where it shows a mama and a daddy cute commercial and it's like 7:30 in the morning and they're rushing to get to work and get their little child off to school and they snatch a piece of toast, take down a gulp of orange juice, grab the child, run out the door, jump in the car. They got to get them to school before they get off the work. And the TV camera, the camera shows that they rush off in the car, but the camera shows that one of the little child's shoes has fallen in the driveway. Without knowing it, in a rush, they, they've rushed off. But one of the, they're not, they didn't know that that one of his little shoes was lost. And you see the shoe in the driveway. And what's that saying? You pace, you 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 make, you tend to make more mistakes when you're in a hurry. Amen. Glory to God. So many times when I start getting in a real hurry, I'll remember that that proverb, and I speak it to myself: to go fast. Roll slowly. So you slow down because with that you have accuracy. If you don't have to come back and do something over two or three times, you could have saved a whole bunch of time if you took your time from the beginning and accurately went forward. But if you if you rush, yeah, you might get there a little earlier, but then you got to go back again. And then you rush to get back because you're late. And then you forgot something else. You got to rush back. All that rushing back and forth. You you'd have you'd have you'd have done better if you'd have simply calmed down and roll slowly, roll accurately, roll with precision, do things right, and knocking it out of the ballpark. Yes, you might be a minute behind schedule, but everything is done. All the T's are crossed. All the dots are. Are, 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 are put in place Everything is done perfectly Amen And a lot of times Even if you show up Just a little bit Behind schedule I'm talking about a little bit Behind schedule now Sometimes Most of the time People won't really 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 Notice Because a lot of folks Don't pay attention to detail Now there are people Who do pay attention to detail And they'll know That you're a minute late But most people, when you're going to a casual thing, they don't know what time you actually walk through the door. So if you walk through the door a minute behind schedule, you notice I didn't say late. I always say behind schedule. Amen. Glory to God, because we're not late. We're children of God. But you can run behind schedule a little bit. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. When you feel like you, you need to make it, slow it down. Just slow it down. And um, and take your time. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plentiness, but of everyone that is that is hasty, 
only to one. And in the Believer's Bible Commentary, it says, those who work diligently for their living are contrasted with those who seek to get rich overnight. The first are assured of plenty, the second of poverty. I can almost guarantee you that if you want to try to make riches overnight, I'll sit back and watch because you're you're on your way to ruin. Amen. You're on your way to poverty. You're so many people wanted to get rich quick, and they ended up in poverty. Why? Because when people want to get rich quick, they don't build a correct foundation. They don't get all the information they should get. They really don't know what they're doing. They just want to get rich quick. They don't, and sometimes they don't even care about why they're doing it. They just want to know, is this going to make me money? Is this going to make me money? Amen. And I can tell you they're an accident waiting to happen. I've seen it in my own life when I was young, and I've seen it in so many other people's lives. The way to really do it, the way to really do it is to just calm down and get your plans in place. Amen. Hard work brings plenty, this 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 uh proverb says. Thoughtless, quick, rash decisions bring ruin. And we don't want ruin. Amen. Make careful plans and stick to your plans. And don't don't let yourself get in a hurry. You know your plans. You know your plans, amen. Consult God about consult God about your plans in prayer. Get his guidance about what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Amen. Talk to God about it. Submit your plans to God. Talk to him about it. Amen. Glory to God. Um I want to I want to um uh, look at some lessons from this scripture And the first lesson is Don't make fast decisions There's times when decisiveness Is uh, uh, is necessary But then there's times when You have to go and talk to God about it Don't make fast decisions In fact, uh, my hobby is uh, investing and equities. And one of the things I do, and I have to remind myself all the time, never chase a stock. Never get in a hurry. If I find that I'm starting to get in a hurry, sometimes I'll, I, I won't even make the trade. I won't even make the, I won't even execute the order for a trade. If I find myself, because every single time I've tried to chase things, it never worked out. Amen. Don't make rash decisions. If you really want to prosper, find out, find out, uh, not only don't make rash decisions, but if you really want to uh, uh, prosper, find out what your gifts are and what are your gifts. A lot of people say, I don't know what my gifts are, Pastor. What is it that you really like to do? Because God puts our talents and gifts in us. Amen. And one of the things that you could, there's so many things that you can bless people with, but one of the things you can bless people with is to tell them what they're good at. 
because they've always had themselves all their life. They don't see themselves. They don't really sometimes, they don't really know what they're good at. But to you, it sticks out like a sore thumb. And you'll tell them, oh, you're real good with kids. Oh, that, that, I just, kids are fun. I just kid around with them. That's nothing. No, that is something. Everybody's not good with kids. Or you can really play the piano. Ah, that ain't nothing. That's just chords. I sit there and I just fool around. See, to them, that's just fooling around. To you, it sounds like Beethoven. Amen? People, I've run into it a bunch in my lifetime. They really don't know a lot of times. They're blind to their own gifts and talents. And we know from other scriptures that you can't see yourself because you have a beam in your eye. Amen? You really can't see yourself. So if you really want to be a blessing to folks, let them, if, if, if they have a glaring gift, uh, for instance, I'll give you a for instance. This is, uh, this is a little grating to me, but um, uh, because of the way the young mama acts. Next door, um, there was a young lady. She had two kids. She was a single mother with two kids. Well, one of her children, he, he was about, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say around 12 years old. I never asked him how old he was. But the mama, her plate was full. She was a single mom trying to handle the family, trying to handle all the bills, trying to get the kids to school, trying to do everything. But her oldest child, who was something like 12 years old, he was always, uh, he always had play drumsticks. And he'd be beating on the sidewalk, he'd be beating on the bushes, he'd be beating on the stairs, he'd be beating on his books. He was constantly beating, and I noticed that. And so one day I told his mom, I said, do you realize that your your oldest son, um, he's got a gift. This boy got natural, he got natural rhythm in him. He's playing, and he couldn't have heard that because he wasn't, she didn't have the finances to take him to orchestra stuff and all that stuff. He's just a regular kid playing on the block, okay? But where other kids would be playing ball and stuff, he'd be beating with drum, with, with pretend drumsticks, like he find two sticks and bang with that. And I told his mom, I said, your son has natural talents to be a drummer. I said, that boy's got gifts. She, he's got a gift. You need to send this child uh, to put him in classes to, to be a drummer because he's a natural. Uh, I ain't got time for that. Uh, okay, thank you very much. That's it. She never – so I went to a music store, and I got a, a real stand that musicians did. I got a, a, a pad, a, a practice pad, two real drumsticks and brought it to him and gave it to him and let him beat on that. But when they moved, she packed up and moved to Atlanta. When they moved, she never paid any attention to that. She never paid any attention to that. And this child was such a natural. It kind of hurt my heart because here's all this obvious talent, obvious to everybody else, but she was completely blind to it, and he didn't know what he had. He did, the only thing I can hope is that as he gets older, maybe 18, 20, 22, he's going to keep on beating on things, and somebody's going to notice 
you're a good drummer. You need to you need to go to high school band or you need to do something. I'm, I keep praying. I just believe that God is going to direct him in the right to meet person, go to the right class. Somebody else will see the obvious talent, and the child will 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 become a world class drummer because God put that into that child. Amen. Hold on, I'm against a commercial. Hold on, just a second. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, we were talking about, we were talking about uh, Proverbs 21.5 and the, the Positive Thinking Bible. If you plan and work hard, you will have plenty. If you get in a hurry, you will end up poor. If you really want to prosper, like I was mentioning before the break, find out what your gifts are and develop them. Develop your God-given talents. And God will help you to do that. God will guide you to the right books, the right people, the right places. I know that so because God had me to bump into different things, the different books and things. And at that particular time, it was the perfect thing that I needed to read and understand. And I knew it was God because he makes perfect connections. Amen. He'll lead and guide you. And if you will thank him for guiding you every day, you will end up in the right place at the right time doing the right things. If you give him permission to lead and guide you, glory to God. If you will, if you will, um, if you will do that, I guarantee you that he'll guide you to the right place. You'll be at the right place at the right time. And in respect to uh, uh, making your plans and working hard, glory to God, and you will have plenty. Beloved, I've listened to many financial advisors, many, 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 and. One of the things that just about all of them agree on is that um, is that one of the secrets to success in finances is to have a plan, is to have a plan and then work your plan. A lot of people, they don't have a plan. They just drift through life. They just hope and pray that something's going to come down, you know, something's going to happen, and that's going to be their ship that comes in and everything is going to be fine. But most of the financial advisors that I've listened to say, if you really want to be ahead, have a plan. Amen. And you can get an idea of this and this concept if you think about compound interest. Um, and I I did one competition one time, and in five years, a person could be a millionaire in five years. Now, the the mutual fund that they were investing in, it was multiplying at 22%. Uh, 
just about that every year. And then and you compound that year after year, plus you make massive contributions. I was astounded. And remember that Einstein said that compound interest was uh, the eighth wonder of the world. It's a plan. You plan it. You know how much you're going to start with. You look at the rate of compounding. You look at the rate of your contributions to it, and you'll be surprised what you add in five years. If you make a plan and you stick to your plan, glory to God, you can have something as opposed to somebody who's just drifting through life and they're hoping and praying that something's going to happen. And when my ship comes in, then I'll be set for life. But until then, I'll spend every penny I have. I won't invest. I won't invest in the things of God. I won't invest financially. I won't invest in my health. I won't invest in good habits. One of the things, if another thing that you want to, if you want success secret, and that is to build up successful habits. So real key, build up successful habits from the time that you start in the morning until you lay your head down at night. Uh, Sit back and just think about what worked and what didn't work for you and the things that worked for you, the principles in the Bible, uh, what the Holy Spirit guides you into doing. If you'll take those one at a time, and make them a, a positive habit in your life. Those things will compound also. They'll start off small, but they'll compound also. Because think of think of a snowball. When you when you're making a, a a giant snowball, it isn't giant when you first start off. You start off with a little snowball, right? But as you roll it, it gets a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger, and then it's up to about knee high, and you keep rolling it, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it takes two or three of you to roll that thing. Now, how did it get so big? It started off as a little a little snowball, right, that you can fit in the palm of your hand. And that's the same thing with habits. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, when you get up in the morning, what do you do? What do you do? Amen? You start you 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 have a regimen, uh, and you incorporate positive habits in that regimen. Take them one at a time and establish them one at a time. Don't try to do fifteen or twenty things all at once. You're going to change over too much change. But you take one thing, one thing. Your body needs to be hydrated in the morning. So if you wake up. And one of the things that you do as a habit is you drink a glass of clear water with a lemon in it or something, something with, um, something with uh, 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 vitamin C or, or, or whatever. But you drink a nice, cool glass of water. Hydrate your body. Amen? That's a, that's a positive habit. Do that every morning. Then another habit you can incorporate is to take up a walk. Take a walk. Do some exercise. In the beginning, you may not, it may seem strange, you may not like it, but make that a habit. And then make reading the Word of God a habit. And then make prayer. These habits are not in the order I'm saying. I'm just, as things come to my mind, I'm, 
I'm, I'm telling you some things that come to my mind. I don't mean that that's the order they should be in. Amen. You might want to start off prayer first, the very first thing in the morning. Uh, a, a, a good habit that you could get that would really bless you is pray in tongues for an hour. Amen. Now, that would really bless you because that that sets your whole body on fire. Amen. Glory to God. That touches your spirit, soul, and body. Boy, are you ready for the day. If you pray in the spirit for, for an hour, glory to God. If you got to go to work, you might have do it for a half an hour. Or or how about this as a, as a habit? Memorize scripture on your way to work. Instead of riding around in the car doing nothing, amen, just put a scripture verse up on the dash and start to memorize a scripture, amen. Start off something real easy, John 3.16, but but memorize it, amen. Now, that's a good habit to have. Instead of just sitting there letting thoughts go through your mind while you're driving for 20 minutes, get the habit of every time, leave your cards in the car so that every time you get in, you see them, and you put one up on the dash, okay? I'm going to start memorizing this scripture. Uh, those are just things that quickly came to my mind, but I'm not saying those are the be-all and the end-all. They're not, but what I'm saying is, one of the secrets that you can use is to establish good habits. That will put you light years away from other people. Amen? Glory to God. And let's look at Proverbs fifteen twenty-two. Let's look at some scripture. Amen? Proverbs fifteen twenty-two says, Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Amen? What is it that you want to do? You want to be successful. What does this say? Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in a multitude of counselors, they're established. Well, look at the counsel that we have tonight. God's word is counsel. What is his counsel for you to be successful or to be established? Proverbs 21, 5. If you plan and work hard, you will have plenty. See, right there, you've been counseled, and you've gotten sound counsel because God's word works. Amen? God's work is infallible. If, if you base your life on God's word and his principles, you'll be light years ahead of everybody else. If you work hard, look at the counsel. This, this verse says, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. Well, I want to be a success. But you didn't counsel with anyone. You didn't get any advice. You didn't read anything. You just thought, I'm going to go out there and just do it. Amen. No. The Bible says, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. You don't want to be disappointed. You want wise counsel. Where is some of the wisest counsel you can find? In the Bible. In the Bible. In, 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 in uh, Psalms, it, David said, thy, thy word has become my counselors. He used the word of God. Now he only had the he only had um, the Old Testament. Amen. Well, as much as they had. Amen. Glory to God. But he meditated in that, and they became his counselors. And you can do the same thing, beloved. You, you can you can you can ask the Holy Ghost for counsel. He'll give you counsel. You can look for counsel. This this book of Proverbs is full of counsel. Amen. And it can counsel you how to have a successful life. 
but it says, but without counsel, your purposes are disappointed. But in a multitude of counselors, they are established. So what do we need? We need counselors. We need mentors. We need friends. Think about this just for a second. Every single thing you learned, you learned from somebody else. Everything you learned, you learned. Now, you might have learned it from a book, or you might have learned it from a video, or you might have learned it from a teacher, or you might have heard it from a friend, or you might have looked it up yourself and researched it, or you might have asked the Holy Spirit. But isn't that something, that everything you learn, you learn from somebody, something or somebody else? Amen? Glory to God. So you need counsel. But, you know, most people, what do they say? People who are uninformed. I'll do it myself. I don't want nobody to tell me what to do. I'll do it myself. That ain't the way the rich do it. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, to find the right people to help to counsel them. They want something done, they find the right person to get it done. They get counsel, but they get wise counsel. Amen? And then they go have that person do it, or they take their advice and they do it. Amen? And because they get wise counsel, the thing works, and they move ahead. Where the guy on the block, I don't want nobody to tell me anything. I'll do it myself. Leave me alone. I don't want no, leave me alone. Okay, you'll learn nothing because I could have told you something, but you wouldn't hold still so I could tell you. Amen? Glory to God. Purposes without counsel, purposes are disappointed. So get counsel. And then in Proverbs 16.3, Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Amen? Well, what's our scripture tonight? If you plan and work hard, so you're planning, amen, but commit your works unto the Lord. Commit your plans unto the Lord, amen. Glory to God. Let him lead and guide you in them, amen. And when you get his okay, oh, my goodness, you talk about having success because you've heard from him, amen. Proverbs 20:18. listen to this one, and, and I have to close with this one. This says every purpose, every, not one or two, every purpose is established by counsel and with good advice make war. Amen. Oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to go to school. I want to do, what is the counsel of the Bible? Every purpose is established by counsel and with good advice, not just advice. Oh, I'll ask mama. Yeah, mama's wonderful, amen, but does mama know what what you need? Well, I'm over time. The Bible has the answers. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m., and never had it so good gospel 107 pastor williams believes if you have a question the bible has the answers join us wednesday on the show or at i am jesus holy ghost church in columbia south carolina where service times are tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m sabbath friday service at 7 p.m and saturday sabbath day service at 12 noon our motto is it pays to serve god hit us up 
at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.